Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And welcome to Calvary Live. This is Jason Vanderveer with you here this afternoon. Looking forward to uh, the next hour, taking your calls and questions about the Bible and Christianity and your prayer requests, of course. Uh, appreciate all of uh, our listeners across the country and around the world. We know so many of you are listening uh, online, either uh, Grace FM com or via the Grace FM app, and uh, that's been a really great thing to see. And of course, all of those listening uh, by way of radio on Grace FM in Colorado and Wyoming, and our Truth FM listeners in uh, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Tennessee, and of course, uh, Hope FM listeners in the Northeast, Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, we appreciate uh, all of you. No matter where you're listening or how you're listening, uh, you can call into the program, 303 690 303-690-3000. That's the number to call. Just put it in your phone or uh, make a note uh, of that number, 303-690-3000. And join us uh, when you have a moment here on the air with your, your question, uh, Bible question or your prayer request. Maybe you had something that uh, has come up in your reading of the Scriptures or in studying the Scriptures or maybe that you heard in a message that you want to ask about or maybe you're curious about a, a situation and, and, and what the Bible has to say uh, about that situation uh, or uh, or about the days in which we live. 303-690-3000. If you want to text, there's a different number to text your prayer requests or questions. Do me a favor. Give me a one-sentence text uh, of your prayer request uh, or your question. Uh, that helps me actually be able to digest it quickly. Uh, a lot of times um, I'm trying to listen, talk, and read, and generally I can... I have a hard time with one thing uh, at a time, let's be honest. So uh, if you can uh, help me out with that and give me a one-sentence text of your prayer request or your question, uh, I'll do my best to answer as many of those as I can uh, and some of those on the air as well. The number uh, to text is 720-336-0897. That's our text line and uh, you can correspond uh, with us. You can communicate with us uh, that way as well. I'm Jason Vanderveer. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado. Uh, so blessed to be able to, to do that. I love to just be able to study and teach the Word of God, minister to people. It's uh, I'm just so thankful to be able to have the privilege of doing that and that occasionally I get to come and be a part of this program here and chat with you and and talk with you uh, about uh, about the things that are on your mind and on your heart. Hey, if you're going to be in the uh, Parker, Colorado area, if you live nearby or you're just going to be traveling this way or or uh, want to head over this way, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, the next opportunity you can do so t is tomorrow night 
uh, 7 p.m. for our midweek service uh, at Calvary Chapel Parker. We're continuing uh, verse by verse uh, in Chronicles. We're actually, we just finished 1 Chronicles. We'll be moving into 2 Chronicles, looking at the reign uh, of Solomon in the first nine chapters of 2 Chronicles. Uh, of course, the highlight, the focus of that section um, in, in the Chronicles account is uh, the building of the temple. And so we'll take a, 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 a close look at that, and uh, it's going to be a great time of worship and Bible study, children's ministry, youth ministry, all happening on Wednesday nights at 7. You can go to calvarychapelparker.com. That's calvarychapelparker.com. You can get a reminder of that time, Wednesday at 7. Uh, you can get directions. We're in the heart of Parker, Parker Road and Main Street, uh, and you can find out more. And then there's a lot of great resources actually available there to you. Um, the entire Bible available for you to listen to Bible studies verse by verse, uh, download them, stream them, watch them, listen to them, whatever whatever your preference is, uh, just available there to you. There's nothing to sign up for and nothing to pay. You can just go there and uh, utilize those resources. Uh, we're blessed us to be able to have them and to offer them. If you're not able to join us tomorrow night, I would love to have you join us on the weekend. Uh, Sunday, 9 or 1045, we'll be continuing in uh, the book of Psalms in the 24th Psalm, picking up in the in the 24th Psalm. We just went over uh, the Psalms 21 through 23 uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, I was traveling actually, or not traveling, but filling in uh, somewhere here locally last week, and so then we'll be picking up again uh, in our study of the Psalms this weekend. Love to have you come on out and join us uh, for that. But again, I'd love to have you join me on the program here, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Abilena in Aurora. Welcome. Hello. Hello. How are you? Okay. I I never read Revelation before, but I I've been reading it for the past couple of days. I'm not sure exactly what chapter or the exact scripture because I am driving right now. But it it had talked about <clears throat> that uh, you know it was talking about all these uh, I don't know I shouldn't. They, it said something about the mark of God on the forehead. I can't, I don't know if it was like on chapter 18 or something like that, and I thought that was pretty odd. I know the mark of the beast number, but it was talking about the mark of God on the forehead. What did it mean by that? I'm not sure if it was chapter 18 or something like that. Um, let me see if I can uh, jog my own memory. Of course, so you're not, just so I, I can clarify, you're not you're not talking then about the mark of the beast in the book of Revelation, no. right? Okay, yeah. So um, there I did, are... I got so, my Bible out now, but I, yeah, I don't I, know. I, it's been, just been bothering me that what did it mean when it was talking about it said the mark of God on the forehead. Yeah, there's there's so there's a couple of things that before I get to one thing that I'm thinking of when you say that. Um, also, we know in Revelation two and uh, well, in Revelation two in in the letters to the seven churches, he talks about uh, those who overcome. Uh, and he says that I'll give him a white stone and on the stone a new name written. But then what I think you're actually talking about is uh, 
to the uh, 144,000 in uh, Revelation 14 uh, on, uh, and let me see if I can track that down, or Revelation, um, I think it might be in Revelation, I'm trying to find it, Revelation, uh, I'm trying to find, yeah, I think it's in chapter, well, there's a hundred and, there's a hundred, yeah, 44,000 sealed, and I'm trying to see if there's a reference to that in there. I almost want to think that there is. Um, and uh, they're sealed out of okay, the 12. Okay, it says right here, I found it. Yep. It is um, Revelation 9, 4. Okay. They were told not to harm the grass of the earth or any plant or tree, but only those people who did not have the seal of God on their forehead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see where you're at. So you're in you're in Revelation nine. It's the the sounding of the the fifth angel uh from heaven there. And yeah, it's it's uh go ahead. Yeah, it said uh, nine well it says uh, eight is the seventh seal of the golden center, the trumpets that well, actually, that's a reference back to the seventh chapter, uh, the third verse. Basically, so, so we see, so when you get into chapter nine, this is, as I said, the fifth angel. This is the fifth trumpet. Uh, so these are, these are, uh, uh, well, chapter nine is the fifth um the fifth and the sixth trumpet judgments, but uh, um, this this section you're asking about here is in the in the fifth trumpet judgment. There's there's seals, uh, trumpet, and bowl judgments. Uh, all the outpouring of God's wrath during the great tribulation period. And in verse four, there he he says that that under this judgment, um, those that have placed their faith in Jesus Christ during the tribulation, uh, they're not allowed to be touched uh, by this judgment. So if you go back to, he, he talks about those who have the seal of God uh, on their foreheads. And then if you go back uh, just a couple of chapters there uh, to Revelation chapter 7, verse 3, uh, he says, Do not harm the earth, the sea, or the trees till we have sealed the servants of, uh, of our God on their foreheads. So this is this is a reference. Those with the seal of God on their foreheads uh, is a reference to those who place their faith in Jesus Christ uh, during the Great Tribulation period. Okay. Okay. So you sound confused. I, What's what, what, what? Yeah, you're right. It's, it's on, on uh, chapter nine. It says the fifth angel sounded his trumpet, and but it says what. What's the seal? What, what is the seal on the forehead? The God seal on the forehead? Is it a, a design? Is it a stamp? It's what? What do they mean by that? The seal. Well, we're not told what we're not told what the seal is on their forehead. We're just told that they're somehow sealed uh, on their forehead. And he says in verse four, "I heard the number of those who were sealed. This is the hundred and forty-four thousand I was telling you about. Uh, of all the tribes of Israel were sealed. So there's there's we see that there. In the first part of chapter 7, there's Jews, 144,000 that are sealed. In the latter part of the chapter, there's Gentiles, 
uh, who are saved out of the great tribulation period. But I guess uh, I should be more specific as well. These are uh, these, as I said at the outset, are the 144,000 uh, that are. Uh, as I was trying to kind of remember where it was at, but uh, these are the 144,000 uh, who are saved uh, out of the great tribulation period uh, of Jews. Uh, well, not just uh, the 144,000. There's more than that. But they, if you look in chapter seven, uh, they have a very uh, and later on, actually, I think in chapter 14 as well, it speaks more about them, which is why I was thinking of chapter 14. Um, but they have a very unique role, uh, a very an, an evangelistic role uh, during the Great Tribulation period. But exactly what, to your question, what the seal looks like? We don't know, but at that particular point in time, uh, it appears that it'll be obvious, and most importantly, it'll be uh, obvious to those who are administering uh, the judgment. Now, it's not; uh, it shouldn't be confused, though. Uh, obviously, with the mark of the beast, which we're told is the number uh, of uh, of his name, six hundred and 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 sixty-six, the number of man, as it's described later. That's that's a separate matter, and and the number of the beast. We're just told uh, that uh, that they're sealed, and we don't know uh, exactly uh, what that what that seal will look like or uh, how that'll work. The, the word, actually, the, the, the Greek word, um, actually, it, it means to stamp. Um, so uh, uh, like you would with, uh, with a signet ring or that you would, you would make a mark. And so uh, there's, a, there's a seal or, or a mark, uh, in this case, for, uh, for safety and security and, and to designate uh, but we're not told exactly what it looks like or, or what exactly it is. Are you with me? Did we lose you? Abelina, we, we uh, may have lost you, and I apologize if we did so. Hopefully that answers uh, your question, though, and if you want to join me on the air, you, you're welcome to call and ask any question uh, you'd like about the Bible, 303-690-3000, or to just get prayer, again, 303-690-3000. Unfortunately, we have officially dropped Abelina our deepest apologies, but again, hopefully you uh, heard the answer uh, before your phone dropped or before our phone dropped you or our system dropped you or whatever the case happened. Hopefully uh, you were able to hear that answer and, and hopefully it clears up some of those questions that you have. Again, I'm Jason Vandiver with you here on Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. If you want to join me on the air, I'd love to have you do so. And uh, nothing to uh, be afraid of. People tell me sometimes, well, you know, I wanted to call, but but I was a little bit worried to do so, and uh, we haven't lost a caller yet. It's 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 uh, perfectly safe uh, to do so and to call, and uh, and and uh, we'd love to have you do so. It's my my favorite aspect uh, of this program uh, are the calls that uh, that we get from you. So three zero three six nine zero. 3000 is that number if you want to join me on the air and if you if you'd rather text uh you're welcome to text us 
7. And uh, as as uh, was just discussed, there's a text, uh, Revelation 14.1 also refers to a mark of seal uh, of God on foreheads. And as I mentioned, that's uh, also a reference in 14 and 7 to the 144,000. So uh, appreciate that as well. And so, well, it looks like we have uh, Abelina back. Uh, so uh, she was able to call back in. Abelina, are you there? Yeah, sorry, we lost you. <laughs> hey, you, but you're back. So, hey, so I don't know how much of that you were able to hear, but uh, I didn't. You, okay. you were cutting out, and then it just completely—I didn't hear your answer at all. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's all right. Let me recap it for you. So as I said, uh, the 144,000 are sealed out of Israel. In chapter 7, we have Jews and Gentiles who are saved during the Great Tribulation period. But the seal in 7, and then as I said again in chapter 14, uh, refers to the 144,000 out of Israel, a a specific group of Jews who are saved uh, for evangelistic purposes during the Great Tribulation period. And they're, they're set apart for God. The the word seal just has the idea of a mark or or a stamp uh, of some kind, uh, t- but in this case, it was for their protection uh, to protect them from from the judgment that was coming later on to to designate them uh, as being exempt, you might say, uh, from that judgment, having been uh, set apart for a specific purpose uh, of God during the great tribulation period. What exactly the seal looks like, or what it is, uh, we don't know. We're not. We're not given that information. Okay, I yeah. appreciate it. I do have a better understanding now. Yeah, I. So. I would. I would say this. I would read uh, through the first part of Revelation chapter seven, uh, and then also Revelation chapter fourteen, uh, in addition to chapter nine, which is I think where we we started out with your original question. Correct. Yeah. So God bless you. Thanks for calling in. Okay, you too. Thank you so much. You Bye betcha. Bye. Yep, take care. 303-690-3000. If you want to join us uh, on the air, 303-690-3000. If you'd like to text 720-336-0897. If you prefer to text in, love to have you join us uh, here. I'm Jason Vanderveer, pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado, and uh, as I said, I'd love to have you join me next opportunity uh, to do so, uh, not on the radio here, I'd love, more importantly right now, to have you join me on the radio, but uh, if you want to join me uh, for uh, Bible study, next chance you can do so at Calvary Chapel Parker is tomorrow night, our midweek service, 7 p.m. Wednesday, continuing in Second Chronicles, uh, picking up, uh, just finishing First Chronicles, picking up in the beginning of Second Chronicles in the reign of Solomon. The division between First Chronicles and Second Chronicles is is between the uh, reigns of David and Solomon, and so it's it's fascinating, really, what is included in Chronicles and what is. Uh, I think one of the most interesting things about Chronicles is what is left out uh, of the book uh, of Chronicles because it is more of a spiritual history. So you tend to see more of the spiritual highlights. For example, when we look at the reign of Solomon, while it's uh, it's alluded to, we uh, or very loosely um, alluded to, we don't see Solomon going astray. We only see his triumph uh, in in building the temple. So we're going to have a great time tomorrow night. Love to have you join us. We're going to have a great time here uh, on this program, though, taking more of your calls and questions uh, about the Bible and about uh, Christianity. Uh, and uh, someone says that they're texting uh, with a, a prayer request 
for their marriage, but uh, um, uh, we don't have any of the details here, but that's okay. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and just, the Lord knows the details. Let's go ahead and lift this uh, listener up as well. Father, uh, we do just want to lift up this listener who's texted in and asking for prayer for their marriage. Lord, you know the circumstances, the details. Uh, you know the 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 sorrow that is in their heart uh, over this situation. And so uh, we just pray. Uh, we pray for healing. Uh, we pray for reconciliation. We uh, we pray that you would just restore. And, and not only that, that you would accomplish uh, what you desire uh, uh, in, in, in when you bring uh, two people together. And so, Lord, uh, we do just uh, lift up this listener. We, we lift up their marriage. We lift up their healing. And, and uh, if salvation needs to happen, Lord, if they're not both saved, I pray that you'd save them both. If, uh, Lord, there are other things that are getting in the way, other people, Lord, whatever it is that, uh, that you would just... Uh, uh, that you would deal with that, that you'd bring repentance, that you'd bring humility, uh, that that uh, you you would uh, just bring uh, them back together, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 303-690-3000. Let's go to Phil in Aurora. Phil, welcome to the program. Uh, hi. Thank you. Yeah, how's it going? Good, good. Um, yeah, so I had a question um, kind of relating to the previous caller. Um, uh-huh. You're talking about the 144,000, and yep. um, and I guess I was kind of just wondering about the role of the Jewish people during the end time, mm-hmm. and I was um, wondering if they would, you know, um, I guess I've heard uh, preachers talk about they'll have a special role, mm-hmm. and I uh, was just kind of wondering what that was, and uh, basically I, get, I heard one of the pastors talking about that we're all children of Abraham if we believe, and so I was wondering if that uh, would mean that all believers were um, would have that you know be in that category being children of Abraham um, and then I was, I, mean, I was also kind of wondering like you know if somebody's not 100% Jewish but they're like 50 or 1% or whatever mm-hmm. would that, you know would they still have this kind of special role you know as well or would it be someone that's just like you know um, ethnically from the line of Abraham? Yeah, well, I think it's an interesting question. Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the hundred forty-four thousand. Let's talk about you know Gentiles and, and and so forth. Basically, you know, as we were we were talking a little bit different context, but the passages are the same. Um, that isn't with the previous uh, caller, Abelina, but but the passages are are still really the same, and it's um, the seventh chapter of Revelation and the fourteenth chapter of Revelation. But um, the hundred forty-four thousand. Are just part of of the Jews saved during the Great Tribulation period. Um, Paul says in Romans eleven, he says that all Israel will be saved. Now that doesn't mean um, that every ethnic Jew is going to be saved, um, because uh, Abraham, you know, uh, uh, said that not all those, uh, or, or Paul said um, that not all those who are uh, of Israel are uh, of Israel, um, but uh, uh, so we discover, and not all those who are of Abraham are of Abraham. So, so the point is, is that just because you have ethnic Jewish blood doesn't mean that you're really of Israel, because there's a greater spiritual uh, connotation. So, all believing Israel, Paul was saying in Romans eleven twenty five, um, are are going to be saved. In other words, those that 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 have faith and and receive the gift of faith and 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 are going to come to Christ during the great tribulation period. And that's a big part of what's going on in the tribulation is is that God is 
once again uh, dealing with the nation of Israel. Um, Jesus said that blindness in part has happened uh, until the the uh, uh, until the fullness uh, of the Gentiles um, comes in. And so right now we're we're in the the times of of the Gentiles uh, as 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 we also see, uh, but uh, that. You know, once that fullness of the Gentiles comes in, we believe the rapture of the church is going to take place and that God is once again uh, going to be uh, dealing with uh, the the uh, with the Gentile or with the Jews. So when we get into chapter seven uh, of the book of Revelation, then we see uh, that there are Jews saved uh, first the 144,000 specifically, and then there are Gentiles that are saved. And when you look in chapter 14, uh, you see that there's a very unique nature and, 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 uh, role when it comes to the 144,000. As I said, uh, they, when you look in the book of Revelation, you see that, that they have this, this evangelistic type of role, as we pointed out with Abilina there, they're actually sealed and protected that they, um, that they might not, uh, because some believers are going to die. They're going to be be martyred and uh, impacted by the the, the great tribulation period. Um, but uh, these are set apart specifically for that role and and protected for that role. Now, uh, whether or not you know what the 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 distinction is in terms of uh, Jew or 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 Gentile in terms of percentage of uh, of of DNA or or um, or, or, or blood, uh, you know, uh, basically, I mean, uh, um, you know, that's not really spelled out in Scripture, but I would say this, that that uh, typically, uh, you know, you're a Jew uh, it, uh, if you have Jewish blood. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're basically a Jew if, if you have Jewish blood. It's the same way that it works today. Um, the state of Israel, I'm not sure uh, what uh, percent, I don't recall off the top of my head right now, but there is a certain percentage of Jewish blood that you uh, have to have to be able to make what they call aliyah, which is a, a, a return and to become a, a citizen of the state of Israel if you so choose. Um, so, but I, I don't recall what that is. But uh, uh, but the reality is, is if you have Jewish blood, you're Jewish. And so, uh, at least to a degree, and and whether or not God considers you part Jew or Gentile, I, I'm not really sure. Uh, but uh, but uh, you would then, I guess, technically be a part of both groups uh, based on your blood. Okay, so then, um, so basically, the this kind of special role would be for the Jews during the end times is mainly as the hundred forty four thousand in this evangelistic um, outreach that they do. Yeah, except for it's not all Jews because that's a specific group out of so. So in other words, there's going to be more than one hundred forty four thousand Jews that are saved. Um, and, and we see that elsewhere uh, in in the book of Revelation, but um, but there is a specific subset of the Jews that are saved. These hundred and forty four thousand that have a very unique. Uh, if you look in chapter fourteen, uh, they're they're very unique individuals in terms of their manner of life and their the the holiness and the way that they've been set apart. And so they're a subset of the Jews uh, that are saved during the great tribulation. Uh, but 
but by no means not all of the Jews who are saved during the Great Tribulation. And so they have a very uh, special role. I would say that, that the rest of the Jews and Gentiles, uh, they don't necessarily have that role, uh, but they will have a role during the Great Tribulation period. It's just not what is being described there at the beginning of chapter 7 uh, or the beginning of, of uh, chapter 14. And so, uh, you know, we see that, that some uh, are going to be martyred. Uh, during during the Great Tribulation period. Some are actually going to come out alive out of the Great Tribulation period, and then those become the ones, Jews and Gentiles, uh, who entered the millennial reign of Christ uh, in their current bodies. And, of course, they have children, and Jesus Christ reigns on the earth, and then this is where you know the population of the earth during the millennial reign comes from, because you recall that, that prior to the Tribulation, uh, all believers have been raptured and are now reigning with him, uh, are now ruling, ruling and reigning with Christ. So you, you have people on the earth during the tribulation. These are the, the, the survivors uh, who come out of the great tribulation period being separated, as Jesus says in Matthew, uh, from the unbelievers who come out of the great tribulation at the judgment of the sheep and the goats. So as far as roles, I, I, you know, I don't know if roles is so much, you know, there is a specific role for the 144,000, um, but there isn't necessarily specific roles described for the others, but we do have an idea uh, of what, uh, what is going to happen to them. Okay. Well, thank you very much. That, that clarifies a lot. Yeah, you bet. There's a, there's probably, you know, well, there's not probably. There is a lot more that we could say uh, on this subject, but I, I think that that's, you know, gives you a pretty good idea so that as you're reading now in, in, in other areas, you're going to, you know, it's going to give you at least a framework to better understand those things. Okay? All right. Thank you very much. Hey, you bet. Appreciate it, Phil. Uh, Calvary Live, we're going to be right back. we got to take a break here uh, after... Uh, few quick messages that's what i one of the things i love the breaks are short here 303-690-3000 is the number to call if you want to join me on the air now's a great time we'll be right back welcome back to calvary live Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. And we're back. Jason Vanderveer with you here on Calvary Live. Once again, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Deborah, who has been waiting patiently. Deborah, welcome to the program. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. What's on your mind? Yes, I recently just got out the hospital, Lutheran, mm-hmm. and um, I just wanted you guys to pray for me because I had a blood clog in my left um, leg, mm-hmm. and it was messing with my heart, but I'm better now. I've been home like nine days. All right. Well, yeah. And so so things, uh, you're healing up, and, and yes. your, your follow-ups yes, have been God's, good? God's prayer. I, just, I, I was telling the pastor just yesterday when I was praying, Lord, heal me, Lord. Heal me so I get back to work. And do my normal, normal things. <laughs> <laughs> well, praise the Lord. It sounds like uh, he's not only been working, but he continues to work. But uh, let's uh, let's pray for you. Can we pray for you right now? Yes, sir. Awesome. Please do. 
Father, I just thank you for Deborah. I thank you for her call. And I just pray uh, that you would just continue to be with her, strengthening her. We thank you, Lord. Um, so often, Lord, we, we remember to ask, but uh, not always do we remember to come back and to thank you uh, for what you have done. And so, uh, Lord, we want to do that uh, with Deborah here. We want to just say thank you for answering her prayers and the prayers of others uh, who lifted her up uh, and uh, for for touching her and healing her. And, and Lord, uh, whatever healing remains to, to take place, we we pray that you would accomplish that as well and that you would just continue uh, to restore and to touch her and and Lord to to uh, just get her back to those things that you've called her to do and Lord we know that that there are times when we have to uh, to stop and and uh, we have to allow our bodies to catch up uh, with the call that you've placed on our lives uh, but Lord you know that you allow it and you've allowed this uh, but Lord we thank you that when you have restored us Lord that we can get back and, and with new appreciation uh, to to your work and to walking with you uh, full strength and to serving you and so I just pray for that for Deborah for for strength and 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 just a, a, a complete uh, healing upon her body just according to your will Lord what you desire uh, and Lord that you would just uh, continue to use her and and take her forward uh, from here and what you've called her to do we just thank you Lord so much uh, for what you've done and what you continue to do in Jesus name we pray in Jesus name thank Amen. you pastor Thank you My, so much. And yeah. I know God loves me. Hey, he I does. know he does. He does, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, uh, it's a pleasure to just to pray with you and to hear about what the Lord is, ha- has done for you. Yes, he has. He's blessed me so much. Every day, every day my eyes open, I'm being blessed. Just blessed more and more. Thank yeah, you, Pastor. You betcha. You betcha. <laughs> have a good day. Yeah, you have a great one as well. Thanks for calling, Deborah. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 303-690-3000. Jason Vandiver here with you on Calvary Live. And uh, if you want to text, you can do so as well. 720-336-0897. Give me a short one-sentence text of your prayer request or your question. Uh, we'd, we'll answer as many of those as we can. But I'd love to have you, if you have the time, to join me uh, on the program here. Now's actually a good time. We've got all our lines open for you. Uh, so we'll get you on the program here. Uh, sometimes it, it uh, can back up uh, a little bit. So now if uh, uh, you give us a call, it be a really good uh, chance that we'll get you on uh, right away. 303-690-3000. Again, I'm Jason Vandeveer, pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado. You can get more information about our fellowship at Calvary Chapel Parker. Dot com. That's calvarychapelparker.com. And there you will find uh, information about our upcoming Israel trip. So if you haven't been over to the Holy Land, or if you have and you're looking to get back uh, over there, we'd love to have you join us. There's a, uh, about the middle of the page, uh, there's a uh, uh, graphics that uh, change. And one of the graphics that will come up there uh, is, uh, is for our Israel trip coming up. It'll be in the spring of 2020. So uh, now's the time to begin planning for that, preparing your work or uh, other uh, scheduling adjustments that you need to make, uh, saving up, making your deposit uh, or, or whatever arrangements you need to make. But it's 11 days door to door, March 16 through the 26, 35 plus sites worship 
worship and Bible study throughout the Holy Land. It's a great time. We'd love to have you you join us uh, over in, in Israel. We're looking forward to getting back over there. We'd love to have you uh, be a part of that. So uh, you don't have to live in, in the Denver area. To So for all of our listeners that are listening in other parts of the country, or even other parts of the world, we've had uh, people from all over the United States and actually from other countries uh, travel with us. We just make arrangements for you to meet up with us at some point uh, in our itinerary, uh, at least in our travel itinerary, either uh, here in the United States or actually in Tel Aviv. We just make arrangements for uh, your flight to meet up with us and then the rest of the trip is basically the same as anybody traveling here from the Denver area. So uh, if you're interested in that, just uh, uh, go to our website, calvarychapelparker.com. The full brochure is there. The itinerary is there. The cost is there. The registration form and travel insurance form uh, is there. And then uh, if you have any questions about registration or if you're traveling uh, from another area uh, other than, than Denver, uh, we just need to make some uh, special arrangements with our uh, travel agent for you. Uh, so just let us know that, and you can email us uh, through our website or you can call us, and we'd love to uh, love to have you join us over there. It's going to be a great time. This will be our, I think this is going to be our seventh trip uh, over to the Holy Land. We're excited to, to get back over over there and love to have you join us. But I'd love to have you join me on this program here, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000 is the number to call if you want to join me uh, on the air. Maybe you have a question. We had some great questions earlier uh, from Abelina and Phil uh, regarding the book of Revelation and uh, specifically the 144,000 uh, sealed and great uh, praise report, really, I think, uh, from from Deborah. Uh, so if you have a prayer request or a praise report, if you, or if you have a question uh, about the Bible or uh, about anything uh, we and you want to know what the Bible uh, has to say about it or, or you know, what direction God provides in his word uh, for your circumstance, 303-690-3000. That's the number to call. Or if you want to text 720-336-0897. And we'll, we've already answered a, a few texts as well, and we can answer more of those also uh, as time permits, either on the air or off the air. Uh, and as I mentioned, just give me a, uh, a one-sentence text if you can boil it down to that uh, of your uh, in terms of what your prayer request or your question is 7203360897 and I uh, want to give a just a quick uh, uh thank you to uh, all of our listeners up and down the front range listening on Grace FM here in Colorado and in Wyoming and then uh welcome to all of our listeners uh, in Kentucky North Carolina and Tennessee on Truth FM and all of our Hope FM listeners Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Uh, we always uh, seem to get a lot of calls uh, uh, from uh, our Hope FM listeners as well in, in, in those areas, particularly the uh, Baltimore uh, area always seems to be well represented. But uh, it's always exciting to uh, to get calls uh, from all over. And then uh, those, of course, as I mentioned earlier, listening online, uh, gracefm.com or the Grace FM app. You can all call uh, using the same number, 
303-690-3000 is the number to call. Uh, or if you would rather uh, text, as I said, 720-336-0897. That's the separate uh, line to text. Uh, you can't use the, the regular number for texting, so uh, use that number, 720-336-0897. Give us a short uh, one-sentence text uh, or prayer request, and we're happy to pray uh, for you. Or as we did with Deborah, just thank the Lord uh, for what he's uh, doing in your life. I want to uh, mention again, I mention it from time to time, uh, on the program here with with different listeners that um, that you know if you have questions um, you know and we're going to spend a few minutes usually you, you know uh, answering your question but if you want to listen to an entire Bible study uh, on on the subject matter in in your question you can just go to the passage that we're talking about at, at CalvaryChapelParker.com um, just go to the messages tab and use the pull down message menu in in either the old or New Testament, pick the book, pick the chapter and verse and the section that we're talking about, and you can listen to an entire full-length message there for free. Just stream it or watch it, um, download it for later if you'd like, uh, and and uh, get a full verse-by-verse study uh, through that passage. We're blessed to have the entire Bible available uh, there online at Calvary Chapel Parker dot com teaching through the entire Bible for you there and then you know if you want to get uh, our current uh, teaching or come on out and and worship with us we'd we'd love to have you do so uh, again just go to calvarychapelparker.com and uh, you can get directions uh, we're in the heart of Parker Parker Road and Main Street you can get directions there we'll have another service tomorrow night 7 p.m. our midweek service Sunday morning 9 10 45 and there's other things uh, going on but we'd love to have you join us and if you do uh, decide to come on out and join us, uh, I would love it if you if you did have time to to introduce yourself or did feel comfortable introducing yourself. I'd love to meet you and uh, and uh, hear a little bit about your story. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Let's go to Dina uh, here in Colorado. Dina, welcome to the program. Hi, Hello. Dina. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good. What's on your mind? I have a question about women preachers. Uh huh. I have a question about women preachers yep. in the congregation. Is that biblical? Well, uh, so if you look at First Timothy chapter 2, Paul says this. He says, I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be uh, in, in silence. And so, um, you know, obviously if you just read that out and throw it out there, um, you know, you're going to create... You're going to answer some questions, but you're also going to create a lot of questions. So the simple answer to your question is, uh, are female preachers uh, in the context of the church congregation, i.e. men and women, is that biblical? The, the short answer is no, it is not biblical. Um, but there are roles for teaching for women in the church. For example, uh, we see women are encouraged also by Paul and Timothy uh, to teach the women and to, to teach children. And so they have a significant role in, in women's ministry and in, and in children's ministry. Uh, but uh, Paul limits the, the, the role of preaching and teaching in the congregation as a whole as a male role. Now, it's important to understand that that doesn't, de that doesn't denote 
superiority and inferiority or anything like that. Uh, all it is is a matter of roles. And, and what I like to explain to people is, is you know, your your boss at work. If you if you happen if you don't happen to be the CEO, uh, you you probably have somebody that is that is an authority over you uh, in your job. They're not superior to you. They just have a different role, and their role happens to be a leadership role. It's the same thing in the church that God has designated those roles, uh, and Paul explains why in 1 Timothy 2, the next verse, and on, verse 13, he says, for Adam, he goes back to the beginning. He says, Adam was formed first, then Eve. So we see this principle in Scripture of that which comes first tends to have an authority role. Then he also says it's also a matter of, of given strengths and weaknesses. Men have certain strengths. Men have certain weaknesses. Women have certain strengths. Women have certain weaknesses. And he says, and Adam was not deceived. He just sinned. That's sad. But the woman being deceived fell into transgression. So, so he says there's really two issues. One is an issue of authority based on, on, on men being the first created. Second, it's an issue of, uh, of, of uh, uh, in terms of, of deception. And that doesn't mean that women are gullible or anything like that. Don't, don't misunderstand. He's just saying that when it comes to spiritual discernment, uh, there, is, there is a certain advantage for whatever reason that, that God has given. Uh, well, this is one of those reasons, but has given to men. But women have certain other uh, advantages that, that men don't have that make them more suited to their roles. So, so it's important to, to understand not only the what, but the why. And I think a lot of times... Uh, people get the what wrong because they don't bother to read the verses following and understand the why or they just don't like it and they want to do their own thing are you with me so so does that make yeah. sense to you what why do, i guess uh, do you have a reason for asking um well it kind of does so because because i like this one church but then the, um, his wife was preaching over the congregation, you know, there was men, it wasn't just women. Yeah. And I thought that's not right. And yeah. Well, but yeah. I like so church, but I was just wondering. Yeah, no, I, and I... I yeah. I think it's a reasonable question. I, I would just say this. There's people There's people that would disagree with me, and I would say that, that those people uh, are believers. This is not a... This is not a matter of, you know, people that believe this, you know, aren't true believers. I think that they are, but I think that there are things sometimes that, that true believers get wrong, and our goal is to get it right. And if your goal is to get it right, and uh, then, then and, and not just right for the sake of getting it right, but it's designated certain things not arbitrarily, but for a reason. And so, in other words, you want to get it right for your own benefit. And for you know, for the benefit of others. And so, my encouragement would be to, you know, find a church that 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 has a pastor called by God who's teaching the Word of God, and 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 to make that church your home. Great, thank you so much for the priority. Yeah, you betcha, and uh, I appreciate your question, Dina. God bless you. Thank you. God bless. You. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Jason Vandiver with you here on Calvary Live. Let's go to Dave in Denver. Dave, welcome to the program. Hi, Jason. Thank you. Um, yeah. I'm not going to mention my church's name or our event, but I'm, I'm calling for prayer because I'm in charge of raising uh, funds mm -hmm. for uh, uh, an event we do. We, we split wood and give it to neighbors in need in the mountains. Uh -huh. okay. And I'm about $1,000 short, and I just I know the power of prayer really works. So if you could give me a prayer to be able to let's, find out. 
where that thousand is going to come from. I know where God guides, God provides. Yeah, exactly. So, so is it is uh, just so I understand a little bit better. So, you have a, a fundraiser of uh, of selling wood, and you have some more wood to sell, or what? What, what exactly? No, or actually, we uh, we we collect wood all year long, and we get mm-hmm. together on one day on a Saturday and split wood to donate you know, to fam- families' needs. But in order right. to throw on this event, we have to buy, you know have things like porta potties and dumpsters, and ah. um, you know this year is our tenth anniversary, so we wanted to get T-shirts if we could do that, and uh, we have a meal afterwards. So we, you know, it costs about um, fifty four hundred dollars, I think, this year is our estimated budget. Yeah. And I've been working on collecting funds since January, and I'm I've got two more weeks to go before I have to start making decisions about cutting things. And I really want to, you know, raise ah. the money to be able to do everything we we intended to do to have it a great day. Well, I understand a little bit better. Thanks for clarifying that. And uh, yeah, sure. let's let's pray and let's see what the Lord does. Father, I thank you so much for Dave. I thank you for his heart uh, to serve you. Lord, we thank you for this uh, work that they're doing. Uh, Lord, to provide this firewood and, and warmth uh, to people uh, throughout the winter and to minister to them through this event in, in, in different ways. And so, uh, Lord, we just pray that that, uh, that this event, if it's your will, that it would go on uh, as planned. Lord, that you would be glorified, that people would come to know you through this that people Amen. would be ministered to and and lord we pray that that you would provide lord we know that that where you lead us lord that uh, that you provide for those things and lord we know sometimes it, it uh it doesn't always just uh, come to us right away and uh lord you you do that for a reason because you want us to trust in you and you want to be glorified and so Amen. we pray that you would be glorified we 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 pray however lord we know that 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 uh you don't need uh, Lord, you control all all of the resources in the world, and so Lord, we know that uh, just uh, cutting loose uh, some resources for this event, Lord, is not a hard thing for you. And so, uh, if you desire to do that, we pray that you would, and and we pray that that it would be obvious that you are the one that has done it, and that you would get all of the glory. And so, we pray pray for this last thousand uh, dollars that uh, that is needed to put on this event, uh, that that uh, uh, that you would just uh, bring it, uh, Lord, in your timing. Uh, that that you would just work and that you would continue to be with Dave and strengthen him and encourage him and 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 give him wisdom. Uh, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You betcha, Dave. And uh, and I appreciate you calling. In. And do me a favor because I'm so interested in your story. Uh, when uh, when the Lord, uh, I believe the Lord's going to provide, and when He does, give us a call back and let us know. Uh, I will. T- give you a praise a report, uh, hopefully within the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> God bless you, man. All right. Thanks, brother. Take care. Bye. You bet. 303-690-3000. Jason Vandiver here with you on Calvary Live, 303-690-3000. If you want to text, uh, you can do so. Short one-sentence text of your prayer request or your question, 720 720-336-0897. Uh, and, uh, in Revelation chapter seven, I got a text question, kind of a follow-up, I think, to, to our earlier questions from, uh, Abelina and Phil. Uh, the question is, uh, about the seal in Revelation seven and 14 and, uh, Ephesians chapter one, uh, verse, uh, 13. And also I believe in chapter four, uh, in like, uh, the chapter four, uh, verse 30, uh, I think uh, there as well. But uh, uh, in verse 13, 
uh, it says this, and I'll just read it, and then I can answer uh, answer this uh, for you. But it says, In him you also trusted after you heard uh, the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And so uh, the answer to the question is uh, no. The, the, the seal in Revelation 7 and 14 is a seal uh, on the 144,000, a specific seal to protect them from the judgment uh, of the uh, the trumpet judgment, the fifth uh, trumpet that is blown there. The seal in Revelation, or excuse me, in Ephesians uh, one thirteen, and uh, uh, there is uh, is this is the Holy Spirit, uh, and and that's clarified. So that's a seal that every believer uh, has there. Uh, every believer we see is is sealed uh, by the Holy Spirit. Uh, that is the you know you've been saved. Uh, and verse 30 of chapter 4 is the same subject matter, by the way. Uh, but we have been saved by God, and, and the seal, kind of the, the, the receipt, um, you might say, is the Holy Spirit in our lives, sealing us uh, for that promise. And not just the receipt, but, but also the means uh, by, by which we're sealed and we're, we're, we're set apart. So great question. I uh, hope that uh, helps you understand the, the, uh, a little bit better the, the, the difference between uh, the seals that were asked about earlier uh, uh, in regard to the, the 144,000 in Revelation 7 and 14 and the seal uh, being sealed by the Holy Spirit in Ephesians 1, 13 and 4, 30. Uh, here's a, a text uh, of from someone that would like uh, prayer for their brother who's having problems with addiction, drug addiction, and uh, they want to ask that God would uh, also save this individual as well, open at least open their heart uh, and that they would give their life to Christ. Let's pray uh, for this listener. Father, we, we do just want to lift up, uh, first of all, I just thank you for this person that texted us and, and uh, pray that you would just continue to bless them and, and uh, in their relationship with you. And if you would use them to minister to their brother, Lord, that you would open the door for that and give them the words. And if you would use somebody else, Lord, uh, uh, or if you would just minister somehow directly to this person, whatever the the means uh, would be, Lord, we pray uh, for the salvation uh, of their brother, and and Lord, we know that 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 um, that healing, all kinds of healing, including from from addiction, uh, is found in you. And really, there, uh, what is the point if uh, we're not saved, Lord? If we clean the house but we don't fill it uh, with you, and so, Lord, I just pray that that. The house would be swept and would be put in order, would be cleaned up uh, by you and would be filled uh, by you and occupied by you, Lord Jesus, and, and uh, your spirit. Uh, that uh, this brother, this sibling would be, become, as all believers, the, the, uh, the temple of God and, and, and the, the Holy Spirit. And uh, Lord, that you would just save them and transform them and deliver them from this bondage and give them victory. And in, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I want to thank you uh, for your prayer request. And uh, if you have text prayer requests or questions, you can um, you can send them uh, to 720-336-0897. 720-336-0897. One sentence uh, prayer request text, if possible. If you could boil it down to that, that would be great. Good job so far uh, to all of those texts. Uh, been able to... to, uh, to 
uh, get those uh, down and, and, and prayed for. Uh, appreciate you being uh, uh, being direct with those. And if you want to join me on the air, I'd love to have you do so. I'm Jason Vandiver, pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado, 303-690-3000. We've got about five minutes left in the show, but that's plenty of time to take another call. So pick up your phone right now. Dial 303-690-3000. If you want to join me uh, on the air, I'd love to have you do so. And uh, we were, Dave was... Uh, asking us to pray uh, for his his event and and I was talking about the Lord just providing in in amazing ways and and I always think back uh, just to some of the amazing ways that the Lord has provided for for us uh, over the years whether it was for the church or whether it was for uh, our family individually I think back you know when uh, my wife and I were married uh, or, or just married and and I didn't make a lot of money and and uh, we struggled really uh, every month and and uh, because because my salary was so low, but they had a drawing at work every month. We had about 50 employees uh, where I worked, and we had a drawing every month for $100, and uh, I won every month. Every single month, I won. Always. Uh, 50 employees, but my name was drawn. I kid you not, every month. Uh, it was just, uh, uh, I, I forgot how many months in a row I won. One month, I didn't win. I got second, but that month, there were second prize was a hundred bucks apparently the lord know, knew that i just needed another hundred dollars for my wife and i and so uh i don't know you know I'm, uh this was just something that the lord did for us for months and months and months in a row uh to provide for us and uh you know we just started budgeting for that trusting in the lord knowing that the lord was going to uh supernaturally uh provide uh for us and so um you know that that was an easy thing for the lord and and money sometimes we it's the hardest thing for us but i would say that money is 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 one of the easiest things that god does you know, and and it's nothing for him just to provide uh, when we're serving him. So we want to trust the Lord and and just have complete faith in him. That uh, as my pastor used to say, where God guides, uh, God provides. Three zero three six nine zero three thousand is the number to call. Real quick, you got to pick up the phone though now because we're coming down to the end of the show. We'd have to take a call probably uh, here in in uh, soon <laughs> if we were going to get on the air and actually answer it. But uh, 303-690-3000. I'm Jason Vandiver, pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado, and love to have you join me. As I said, tomorrow night would be a great uh, time uh, next time anyway, uh, that you'd have to join us, uh, 7 p.m. for our midweek service at Calvary Chapel Parker. Continuing in Chronicles, we'll be starting Second Chronicles tomorrow night, looking at the reign uh, of Solomon and, and specifically uh, uh, the building of the temple. And it's a, a fascinating look. Uh, uh, Chronicles is different uh, than what we see in Kings in that regard. And so uh, it's going to be a, 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 a great time in the Word of God. Love to have you join us. And then if that doesn't work for you, why not join us this Sunday, 9 or 1045 at Calvary Chapel Parker as we continue in the 24th Psalm, uh, our verse-by-verse -verse study through the book of Psalms. Love to have you come on out and, and, and join us for that. And then, of course, always, if you're not going to be, uh, you're not in the Parker, Colorado area, you can go to calvarychapelparker.com, calvarychapelparker.com. Lots of great resources there for you, including audio and video studies through the entire Bible. Hey, it's been a pleasure. It's already over with and uh, the fastest hour of your life uh, here on Calvary Live. It's been a blessing. Thank you to all of you for your calls and your questions, your texts. 
and uh, and just the chance to talk to you and pray for you. God bless you guys. Have a great day. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's word.